puns. Unleash the puns. No, God! No, God, please, no! In this Thanksgiving horror movie episode of Movies America, we'll carve out time to stuff your cavity full of Thanksgiving info that you'll relish until you become a massive tryptophan of this show. So let's talk turkey on this episode of Movies America. In a world where the number of movies available is great, but many are so bad, you'll learn a new definition of hate. One man sifts and reviews through the movie sludge. One man will be the movie cop, jury, and judge. He goes by many names, but you know him by Movies Merida. Hey there, my movie maniacs, my fellow freedom-fueled film fanatics. Welcome to this episode of Movies America. I, as always, am your humble host, Van Ebert. And welcome into Mikasa, which is Sukasa, okay? And uh, so, as always, kick your feet up, relax, ease your mind, all right? And get ready for some Thanksgiving. Yes, we are going to carve out some time to go over this... uh, this rather unique horror movie directed by Eli Roth. Okay, so it's uh, he figured it was about time that uh, Thanksgiving have a horror movie and pot- potentially a franchise of its own. Okay, and so this might be the start of something big here with uh, Thanksgiving in this horror movie franchise. Okay, with the the new character John Carver. Okay. And so, yeah, I'll just gonna go. I'm gonna get right into a synopsis of Thanksgiving. Let's go, let's go. I'm bored. Let's go. Okay. And so it takes place in Plymouth, Massachusetts, or Plymouth Rock. You know, when the where the Pilgrims landed uh, in uh, North America, or at least the the continental United States area of North America. And John Carver actually was one of the pilgrims that came over on the Mayflower, and then later on he was governor of Massachusetts. So this uh, this killer uh, named John Carver in Thanksgiving is based on a real-life historical figure. And so uh, they the, really the inciting incident of this movie is that it's Thanksgiving, and as we unfortunately all know all too well, we know obviously we have Black Friday. You've heard of Black Friday sales and all that. Well, Black Friday isn't really Black Friday anymore, is it? It's actually Black Thursday or Black Thursday night. And in this movie, they have a a, a ripoff of Walmart called Right Mart. Okay, because I can't use Walmart, <laughs> actual Walmart, for you know obvious reasons in this movie. And when you see the scene at this Right Mart, uh, the inciting incident, uh, you'll see why. Yeah, Walmart wouldn't exactly be jump, you know, jumping and chomping at the bit to have their brand represented in Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, but, uh, so at the very beginning of the movie, we meet the, some of the main characters, we meet Jessica and then, uh, the sheriff 
and then some of the town folks, and we just get to know them and, and establish a setting of Plymouth, Massachusetts, where you know Thanksgiving is a big deal, obviously because it's uh, you know it's where the Pilgrims uh, landed, and so then. Uh, cut later on in the movie, in the, like 10, 15 minutes of the movie, and that's where they're having the, the big Black Friday on a Thursday uh, sale at Wright Mart. And there's mobs just just going nuts, and they're just, just angry at each other. It's the worst of humanity. And for what? Uh, you know, a, a $25 waffle iron or something like that, you know? And so the security guards at the store are freaking out. The manager who's got to work on Thanksgiving – uh, thanks to his greedy owner of the store, he's freaking out. He's like, wow, look at these mobs of people out there. They look like they want to kill each other. And for what? A waffle iron? Uh, you know, uh, a, you know, $500 flat screen TV? Like, what? You know? And so that whole situation ends up in tragedy, okay? And so that is where the motive for the rest of the movie uh, kicks into place for the for the bloody, uh, gory fun, fun <laughs> of the rest of the movie, that tragic incident at the Wright Mart is what drives the rest of the movie, okay? And so we'll get further and further into Eli Roth's uh, Thanksgiving. But first, before we press on any further into this, uh, just let me remind you to follow or subscribe to this channel right here. And then also, real quick, hit that like button down there. It just takes you like one second, real fast, okay? And then hit that notification bell down there if you haven't already hit it, okay? If you haven't, if you've already hit it, don't, don't, don't hit it again, uh, <laughs> okay? So you'll cancel it. And uh, yeah, that'd be fantastic if you do it. So hey, you know what? Let's keep going on with this Thanksgiving dinner in this episode of Movies America. With Thanksgiving, keep your expectations low. You dick! Don't go in expecting some kind of elevated whore. <laughs> this is like the McDonald's or, more appropriately, the Boston market of horror movies. There's absolutely nothing highbrow about this Thanksgiving theme. Thanksgiving theme slasher flick is what I should say. Now, if you do that, then I think you'll enjoy this turkey. If you like extremely gory, brain-dead slasher movies. Now, some viewers might find themselves in some sort of tryptophan-induced haze for the first 15 to 20 minutes as it really concentrates on introducing the characters and the settings and not necessarily the kills. However, when the kills start, they pour it on like turkey gravy. Now, the inciting incident is at Black Friday on a Thursday uh, sale, like I said before, at the Wright Mart, turning into tragedy. Now, I like waffle irons on sale, too, but damn. Now, if you've got a relative or a friend that's a little too overeager and they are wanting to scurry to Walmart to get themselves some $3 nose clippers, uh, you might want to show them this movie as a cautionary tale. The characters in Thanksgiving are cartoonishly entertaining. They do a tasty job at entertaining you until they, of course, become just another side dish at this ferocious feast. Now, Nell Verloc plays our final girl, Jessica, 
who is portrayed as a least over-the-top character and the one you're supposed to sympathize with the most. Her dad is the exact opposite. He's the stock blowhard jerk character that your rooting gets made to be gobble-gobble-gone. He's played with maximum slime by Rick Hoffman. Then you have McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey, uh, playing the town sheriff and overall good guy to the town's folk. Now, like the kids with their cranberry sauce at the kiddie table, Dempsey fumbles his performance uh, specifically due to his sometimes there, sometimes not uh, hilarious New England accent that he tries to pull off. That's Smart Pack. Smart Pack? Just hit the clicker. Car packs itself. It's smart. It's wicked smart. Throughout the movie, but he just sprinkles it in here or there. It just makes it sound terrible. The rest of the characters in Thanksgiving are just assorted grist for the mill. You got Jessica's high school classmates, the police, various townsfolk. Basically, they're Thanksgiving NPCs. Now, this show is spoiler free. But the show this Thursday night called Movies America Spoiler Warning is going to be all spoilery, okay? I'm going to spoil you rotten, okay? And uh, this show that comes on Thursdays comes on at 7 p.m. Eastern. So that's what, 6 Central, 5 Mountain, and then 4 Pacific, okay? And that is just a show where you get a chance to discuss this movie in depth spoilers and all and you can live chat with me comments questions whatever okay and it the live chat doesn't even have to be about this movie it can be whatever you want so but the 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 live chat will be you know about this movie primarily okay so and uh because this show is meant for those folks like me who after most movies they watch sometimes they want to have a more detailed discussion and you're hard pressed looking around for somebody to have that that detailed discussion about this movie with. Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? Okay. So meet me, Van Ebert. I'm your guy for that detailed discussion on the show, Movies America, spoiler warning. Again, this Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, and that's 4 p.m. Pacific, 5 Central, uh, or 6 Central, <laughs> 6 Central, 5 Mountain Time, Okay. And how do you join this show? Well, all you got to do is on Thursday, you can go to my at Movies America page on Twitter or X, and you can uh, click on the link for the Movies America spoiler warning show right there, or you can go to YouTube or Rumble, that's where the show's at, and uh, you can look up Movies America. Now, if you look up Movies America on Rumble, it'll work just fine. It'll bring you right to my page on Thursday, and you just got to click on the link for Movies America Spoiler Warning. Easy peasy, okay? Now, YouTube, yeah, YouTube's kind of stupid. YouTube's kind of dumb, okay? And so when you type in Movies America, it's going gonna, it's gonna to think you're trying to search for Movies America. <clears throat> nope, wrong okay? So what you have to do is right underneath where you typed in Movies America, you have to click on this little blurb that says search instead for Movies America. Click on that, and then that'll take you to the Movies America page, okay? Also, you might have to type in Till Death Podcast Network 
Uh, that may, that's another way to search in YouTube uh, for the Movies America Spoiler Warning Show. All right. Hey, enough about that. I hope to see you this Thursday night. Let's get on with the show. Eli Roth says he's seen every horror movie, and so he's seen all types of kills, and he wanted to create some original type of kills in Thanksgiving. And I think, as you'll see, he nails the recipe and it's tantalizingly tasty. You typically don't go to a horror movie like this to appreciate the character development, the cinematography, the screenplay. You come to see what kind of kills a movie like this has. <laughs> Not a memoir, Sam. Sam, this is some scary shit. And Roth is more than happy to pour on the gore. There's at least a couple of scenes that I think will have you thinking back to the Final Destination movies. It's because these scenes are a turkey shoot because it's just mass carnage galore. He has kills that involve faces getting stuck to freezer doors, uh, kills involving dumpsters, industrial-sized ovens, shopping carts, and sweet potato casserole. Okay, I made that last one up. Okay. Uh, now, the special makeup effects artist must have felt like a fat kid sitting at a table staring at a Thanksgiving feast Ooh. when they saw the types of kills that Roth and co-writer Jeff Rendell thought up for them to create. They definitely don't leave you wishboning for more. Okay, everybody. Hey, if you would, just go ahead and subscribe and follow this channel. And then hit the like button down below. And then the notification bell as well so you get notifications of brand new episodes of Movies America. And those buttons are just right down there. It takes you like two seconds to click them. If you would, I appreciate it. And then get in that comment section down below as well. And uh, yeah, comment to me. That'd be fantastic. I want to hear from you. And then also get to tdpn.locals.com. That's our website with all our great Till Death Podcast Network content. And right now, if you go there and put in promo code TDPN, as in Till Death Podcast Network, you get a free month of access to all the great stuff that's on tdpn.locals.com. All right, with that, let's move on with the show. And now, some random thoughts. So this movie pretty much came from a faux movie trailer for a faux movie called Thanksgiving that uh, was played during Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino's uh, Grindhouse movies back in 2006. And uh, Eli Roth directed this uh, faux movie trailer for, for this uh, movie called Thanksgiving. And as you remember with those Grindhouse movies... Uh, they had like a bunch of fake or faux trailers that they played. Uh, like Machete is probably the most famous one with Danny Trejo. And uh, then they had like Werewolf Women of the SS was another one. And so Eli Ross was Thanksgiving. And so they decided, what, 16, 17 years later, as of the time of this recording, uh, to make that trailer into an actual movie. And so here we are with Thanksgiving. And then he sets it in uh, the in modern times here. And now, even before that trailer, Eli Roth had really thought about this concept as a kid because he grew up in Boston, which is not that far away from Plymouth, Massachusetts, where this movie uh, is set. 
Another thought is this movie really does have some poorly paced scenes in it where you wonder why a character or characters uh, went through all of this just to end up where they ended up, okay? And you'd really have to see this movie to see what I really mean by that. Now, Roth and Rendell, they bake in a pretty good whodunit story into this. They really do keep you on your toes as far as who John Carver uh, could be with plenty of misdirection. There's a cornucopia of potential suspects. That's correct. It is brew review time here on Movies America. And the lucky brew that I will review for you is, one moment please, comes to us from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn in the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Brooklyn Brewery brings us our brew for this episode, okay? And it's a hazy IPA, and it's pretty fantastic, okay? It's got, like, the notes of pineapple, other citrus, like uh, some real bright citrus pulp notes. Uh, it's got, like, citrus, or citra and strata and Simcoe hops. Okay, let me hold that up there for you so you guys can actually see that uh, right there. And, uh, yeah, it's very refreshing. It's got, like, this really great citrus tart flavor that hits you just right okay and uh you know i'm sure it gets hot up in brooklyn new york you know in the summertime and this is a perfect beer for when it gets hot up there or whenever it gets hot wherever you are okay and you want a nice cool refreshing brew okay and you could do a whole lot worse than uh, brooklyn breweries hazy ipa okay so our pulp pulp art Easy IPA, okay? And I'm not getting any money from the brewery, okay? So this is a totally objective review, okay? And now if you can't find it where you're at, you know, if you can't just drive down to the convenience store and find yourself some Brooklyn Brewery pulp art, which chances are you're probably not going to be able to find it, okay? Or even in your grocery store. You can go to someplace like drizzly.com, so D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com, or minibar, or gopuff.com. Not getting any money from those places as well. And get yourself some Brooklyn Brewery Pulp Art. Hopefully you guys can see that right there, okay? So, all right, I'm going to take a tug off this bad boy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, like I said, that kind of, that real good citrus tart flavor. Has been brew. Review time. Is this a woke after-school special? No. The only thing that comes to mind, though, that someone could possibly think of as woke is the indictment of how some characters abuse capitalism due to their greed I'm, of course, referring to Jessica's dad, who decides to keep his Rightmart store open on Thanksgiving, which resulted in tragedy. If your love for money makes you want too big a piece of the pumpkin pie, you gots to die. Yeah! I guess would be the parable here.
All right, everybody. Hey, since you're doing me a solid by sticking around this long, let me do you a solid by letting you know all about Nature Clear Recovery Powder. Nature Clear Recovery Powder, it is a, just a powder that helps you avoid a hangover or helps you recover from a hangover, whichever the case may be. And it's very simple to use, okay? You just take this packet right here, and you just pour it in 12 ounces of water or a bottle of water, your typical bottle of water. Pour it in there, and you just drink it before you head out to the nightclubs, you know, to shake your booty or hit the beer patty, okay? And uh, now, if you're out and about, and you're like on your you know, 15th beer, and you're like, oh my God, I forgot to take my nature clear. What an idiot! Hey, you know what? Take it easy on yourself, okay? Just take it when you get home, all right? And you're good to go, okay? It's it's almost like Nature Clear was pre-planning for this stuff, okay? They're geniuses. What what can I say? And it also helps you recover from smoking and vaping as well. So this is an all-around Swiss Army knife of recovery, okay? So right now, what you should be thinking is, Van, how do I get my hands on Nature Clear recovery powder? Well, I will tell you. All you got to do is click on the Nature Clear description down in the, yeah, the link in the description. There we go. And just click on that and uh, just pick out whatever Nature Clear products you want. Get them in the cart. And then in the promo code field, you type in the promo code MOVIES, okay? And you're going to get up to 25% off your next Nature Clear order. Very sweet, right? Very sweet right there. Sorry, beer burp there. <laughs> Hazards of the trade. But yeah, get yourself some Nature Clear, all right? Do it. All right, on with the show. I know a slasher flick isn't original, but now one based on Thanksgiving and more specifically the real-life historical figure John Carver is. That boy's good. And original horror movies like Movie Goer Gold, if you're actually into horror movies. Why? Because we're marinated in a malaise of mundane sequels or remakes, and moviegoers, quite frankly, are sick of it. It's also gold to movie studios if the horror movie is even a mild hit because horror movies don't cost that much to make. Yes. Thanksgiving doesn't serve up big-time stars. The biggest star in this is Patrick Dempsey, and the only reason he's still somewhat big recently is because as of the time of this recording, he was just named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. Uh, point is, horror movies don't shell out sky-high salaries for big-time stars, typically, or for primo CGI, and audiences still love them. It's very easy for horror movies to turn a profit for studios and make for a very nice financial spread at the Thanksgiving table. All right, everybody. Hey, let me take a minute to tell you all about a new feature on the tdpn.locals.com website, and that is my Movies America Mad Libs. So you guys remember Mad Libs when you were a kid? You know, you get the Mad Libs uh, pad with all the paragraphs. You can fill in the words. And if you were like me, you filled in like raunchy words in with the Mad Libs. Well, now we have the Movies America Mad Libs. 
And you can only get that on tdpn.locals.com. So what do you have to do to get to the movies, America Mad Libs? Well, of course, go to tdpn.locals.com and just read over the three characters that I've created for Movies America Mad Libs, and then also read over like the first few lines that I've written. And where you come in is, just like in Mad Libs back in the day, you get to contribute uh, creatively, okay? And what you do is, for each of the three characters, you just have to add lines to the Movies America Mad Libs script, okay? So I have started you out with the first few lines to give you a little flavor of what the script is all about. And then for each of the characters, you just have to write a line for each character. One line per character, please. But you can write as many lines as you want. Go nuts. It's just you have to write at least one line per character. And then me and Ian and Sean, uh, the other uh, two here as part of the Unholy Trinity in the Till Death Podcast Network, uh, we'll look over the submissions, okay? And then we will read whatever you write live, okay, on this show. We're going to do a live table read where we read what you write, okay? And you can tune in and you can laugh your butt off. Even one of the characters is a woman, so... You know, one of us is going to have to, uh, you know, get in drag, I guess. <laughs> All right, so that's Movies America Mad Libs, and get there now. And now for my final thoughts. Just like the late, great Jerry Springer used to bring his final thoughts at the end of every one of his episodes. And my final thoughts for this is basically pull up a seat to this Thanksgiving table, but leave the kids and the squeamish at home. There's really no need to raise any serial killers or to make the theater janitorial staff and their smoke break early, okay? This is just a fun, brainless, good time that makes you forget all about life for a while while John Carver is actually ending lives on the big screen, okay? So, yeah, check out this movie. And uh, so as I wrap this episode up, as I always say, get out there, people. Those movies aren't going to watch themselves. See ya. Hey, guys. Don't leave the video quite yet. Okay? I've got a popo. They're coming after me. And I don't have much time to tell you, but you need to like and subscribe this video right here down below. It's right down there. It's just what... It's waiting for you down there, okay? And make sure you watch these videos over here, too. You'll be doing me a big favor. I'll be in handcuffs pretty soon. All right. Thanks for watching.